Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 I'm not going to ruin it. I was just about to jump in with Luther, but I thought maybe I'll save that for the third and final hour. But for right now, I don't want to take up any more time because we are honored to have uh, Matt Mayoko of uh, San Francisco NBC Sports. He's a man who's also a part of the 49ers Talk podcast, 26-year veteran. So he's a little bit more inclined to my age group and my people so we love that. Matt, how you doing, man? I'm <laughs> doing great, Doc. Thank you, you so much for having me You ever get sick of all these show. young people, man? All these young people. Yeah. And I do love them. Don't get me wrong. But at some yeah, point. We, but you and I, we could teach them some lessons. We've we? gone further in reverse than they've gone. <laughs> most of them gone fast forward, okay? But yet you can't tell them anything. And I get to, we get to work with one of them. He's just turned 25. And oh, I tell man. you what, it is a lot of fun, though. You got to be loving life. I remember, I know where you're at because I've been there. You mm-hmm. got a team, you've already started looking ahead. You know where the Super Bowl is going to be. And in your mind, you've already started thinking of ticket count. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. Don't even I, act like I'm yeah. not saying you're no, cocky. I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't do tickets. That's the okay. one area I, so, I don't do. So your friends but. have not hit you up thinking, yo, Matt, can you the- hook a brother up? They, they know me too well. They know me too well. But I, I will say this, um, you know, the 49 clinched the division on you know, last Thursday yeah, night last Thursday. in Seattle. Right. And so, you know, their final three games of the regular season, I don't know if it has much of an impact because they're either going to be the third seed or the two seed. Right. And the way the Vikings look from time to time i'm not sure it really matters whether the 49ers are the second or the third so your your ultimate point i think was that maybe these final three games are just kind of get through them Mm -hmm. and get into the playoffs because that's when the games really you know like from now on it doesn't matter like it doesn't matter if they they want to go in with momentum but also Everybody right now is kind of focused on whatever it is, the weekend of January 15th, 16th, yep. um, who they're going to be opening against and put the best foot forward then. You know, make sure that Debo Samuel's ready. Make sure that, you know, Nick Bosa's ready and make sure that some of the guys who are, uh, you know, Christian McCaffrey, who's had a little bit of a knee issue, hasn't kept him out of the lineup, but just make sure he's ready yeah. to go. So, that's that's your point, I think, and then yeah, that yeah. you know, it's and, not and as easy. It's also yeah, different. Commanders are this is a playoff game for the commanders. Oh, desperation, do or die. Yeah, and, and so the the motivation is different for both teams, mm-hmm. but at the same time, the forty hours are kind of hammering home. No, no, no. We we don't want to lose. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's preseason or regular season when the games count or regular season, when their playoff situations already kind of cleared up, they don't want to lose. And right now they have a seven game winning streak going with the commanders coming to town and they don't, they want that to be an eight game winning streak on, on Sunday. Yeah. I'm very familiar with a lot of your people because they were here and mm-hmm. uh, the hardest working human being 
that I've ever seen uh, is Jay Bernetti, who was the equipment man that was here, yeah. who's there uh-huh. with you now, and the Shanahan's and everybody. Trent Williams, one of my personal favorites. And, yeah. and um, so I get it. We've also, I remember when we used to be really good and be in these situations. But you got one thing that's working for you that I think will help, and that is you've got a baby at quarterback that your adults know they've got to protect. And they got to get him up to speed so he doesn't cost them this opportunity. Where do you stand on that? Well, I think that it, I don't think anything's really changed because they're not asking much more or less, I should say, from the baby, Brock Purdy, than they did with Jimmy Garoppolo. But I see this game as really important for the the maturation of Brock Purdy because of what we just talked about. Right. Jack Del Rio and that commander's coaching staff, they have three games of film to to analyze from Brock Purdy. So this is going to be a playoff type of defense that he's going to be facing. Mm-hmm. And and you said the word desperate, right? Desperate. They're they're yeah. desperate. Oh, so what so they're not going to play they're going to pull out all the stops the commanders are to based on what they think Brock Purdy is capable of doing and what he's not capable of doing, of making life extremely difficult for him. So to me, this is a huge step for Brock Purdy to to kind of get a taste of what playoff football is like from a playoff defense. And so it'll be interesting to see what the commanders come up with defensively, and that will kind of provide, I think, a blueprint for how the 49ers will expect defenses to play them in the postseason with Brock Purdy at quarterback. It's interesting because anybody my age, you know, who played it, you play it candlestick. You, it's San Francisco, but now it's not. And mm-hmm. you, you've maintained one thing I've been impressed by, being a West Coast guy that grew up on the West Coast and a Bruin, we, never, we always never get credit for having fans that are just ferocious. You travel as well as any professional team in sports you don't get the credit for it but i've seen you take over jerry world you own yeah. you own the new stadium LA. in la yeah and and the people have been traveling it's it's a it's a trip i don't like it personally <laughs> I, I i miss the old school deal being down there going to getting the food waterfront blah 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 but your base is there you're primed for this if there's a concern what is it for you, other than Purdy, quarterback, and he's protected, and your defense, you got all these all pros. Is there any area of concern? I don't think so. I, I think this is a really good roster, and it's a, it's a team of guys, you know, they are superstars on both sides of the ball. And so I don't think there is really any concern other than them you know, making mistakes in inopportune times that cost the team a victory. So, in, in other words, I think I think the Warriors can go head to head with any team in the league, and that's the the Bills, the Chiefs, um, the Eagles, whoever you determine are the top five or six teams in the NFL. I think the 49ers can play with any of those teams. But then it becomes that unknown factor that you can't predict, you know, the turnovers, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, a drop pass at an inopportune time, a missed tackle, a blown coverage, um, all, all those kinds of things that you simply can't predict. So, I mean, right now, I mean, when you look at the star power, not just star power, but I mean, you mentioned Trent Williams. I mean, oh, he's, yeah. he's, he's he might be the best player in the NFL regardless of position. Yeah. Um, and, you know, but it's Trent Williams, it's George Kittle, it's Debo Samuel, it's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Um, you know, on the other side, it's it's Nick Bosa, it's Fred Warner, it's yeah. Dre Greenlaw, it's, you know, Charvarius Ward is a cornerback who just doesn't get the attention he deserves. No, he is, I think the 49ers are loaded. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I do I do think they're loaded. And now it's a matter of just, you know, peaking at the right time, um, making sure that those guys are, are healthy and ready to go when the games count. But there's, uh, I don't think there's a team in the league that has, or let's put it this way, I don't think there's a team in the league that has more mm-hmm. uh, big-time players than the 49ers. There might be some teams that are equal or right there. Oh, yeah. 
and, and but I think when it comes to the roster that they've put together, John Lynch and heck Martin Martin Mayhew was was in the yeah, on the fair. ground floor of that yeah. as well, and yeah. now he's the the GM there. So um, no, the Forty ers are set up very well, and even though they're on their third quarterback, mm-hmm. remember now through the entire off season. It was going to be the Trey Lance show, yeah. and they had moved on from Jimmy Garoppolo. It was going to be Trey Lance. The entire off season, the entire training camp, was built around getting Trey Lance ready to play. He goes out week two. Jimmy Garoppolo steps in. Jimmy Garoppolo plays pretty well. He goes out, and now Brock Purdy is in. And kind of the amazing part of this, at least the initial sample size, is that each team, each time the Forty have gone from one quarterback and gone down one rung on the depth chart. That guy who steps in plays better than the guy who just departed. So that's the way Brock Purdy is right now. After three games, he's been playing better than than the other two quarterbacks. Yeah, well, he benefited from the absence um, and these injuries, and he was smart and he paid attention. Some guys are just ready for it, and he played a lot in college. I like guys that have a lot of snaps in their Mm -hmm. belt. I don't care what level it was. He could be at the boys' club, but you got to have snaps. I don't buy into the one-year wonders. I, I've never have. He looks the part from the sense that when he stepped in, so I think that was week 14, mm-hmm. when when uh, Garoppolo was injured against the Miami Dolphins, and no one really had much of a time to kind of take a deep breath and go, oh, no, what is happening? Garoppolo left the game, and no one was quite sure how severe it was. But by the time everyone found out how bad it was, Purdy was already playing good football. Yep. And so no one had a chance to kind of panic and go, oh, the season's lost. It's over. Mm -hmm. Because you basically see Brock Purdy playing really well and looking, you know, he wasn't deer in the headlights. He was like, I've I've been here. And to your point, Doc, he did play a lot of football at Iowa State, a four-year starter, uh, started 46, 47 games there. And so he wasn't panicked. He looked like he knew what he was doing, which is half the battle. He was calm. He was composed. He looked like he'd been there before. And so everybody's like, wow, this, this guy's pretty good. You know, he's, he's not bad at all. And then you find out, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo's out for the season. At least, you know, yeah. if, if he does return, it's going to be deep, deep, deep into the playoffs. But by that point, it was like, well, you know what? The team looked just as good with Purdy, so just keep on rolling. Hey, Matt, this is Mike. Uh, you guys have looked great this season despite the amount of injuries you guys have gone through. But in my opinion, one of the best in-season trades in NFL history was that uh, you guys acquired Christian McCaffrey this year. Uh, not only how much are you guys going to have to rely on him moving forward, but what was the vibe like in the locker room when you guys were dealing with those injuries and now realizing you have one of the premier backs in the league? Like, What kind of uplift did that bring to the entire you know San Francisco area? So I was just talking to Kyle Juszczyk, the 49ers uh, Pro Bowl fullback, and I asked him about when he found out that that trade occurred. And he said that he and George Kittle and Fred Warner were just joking. You know, like the day before that trade happened, they were joking like, hey, you know, Christian McCaffrey, you know, he's going to be coming here in a trade. And they were joking and they were laughing about it because he didn't think that there was any way that that was possible. That's not the kind of move the 49ers have made. And so then when it happened, they almost thought at first it was a practical joke. But they were like, oh, my gosh, this opens up everything. Because in a lot of ways, I mean, he fits their running game. He fits them. He gives them something they didn't have, which was a back who could run those choice routes that Kyle Shanahan loves so much out of the backfield. He, he's a terror against man coverage. And so he just he basically gave them an element that they had never had before since Shanahan's been here with the 49ers. He's kind of like, he's like Debo Samuel. But kind of the opposite, Debo Samuel is a, a wide receiver who runs like a running back. Christian McCaffrey is a running back who runs routes like a wide receiver. And so you know, Debo Samuel has been out now for a couple of games. He's doing fine. He'll be ready for sure for the postseason. But the 49ers have really leaned on McCaffrey. So now I think it's a matter of you know, this game Saturday and the two final games of the regular season kind of manage – McCaffrey a little bit just you know he he was a workhorse in Seattle he had 26 rushing attempts and six pass catches in that game because the 49ers really wanted to win it they they wanted to just 
you know, get to that finish line, be, win that game up in Seattle, clinch the division. And now I think it's going to be a little bit, not necessarily take the foot off the accelerator, but manage what, you know, manage his touches, make sure that he's, you know, refreshed and ready to go for the playoffs. So I don't, I mean, you'll see a lot of McCaffrey on Saturday, but I don't think you'll see anywhere near the 32 touches that he had up in Seattle last week. So once you guys get back to full strength and you get Debo back on the field, is there any teams that you're kind of worried about come playoff time? Um, I mean, I, I would think the team – I mean, I, I mean, this is the NFL. I mean, it, it's crazy. I mean, the, the first game, you know, probably be in the playoffs. Well, you know, I would think it would be against Washington or, or the New York Giants. I mean, all those teams pose threats. But I think when you look at the NFC, I mean, is, when it – wouldn't Philadelphia still be the favorite out of the NFC just because of the consistency with which they played? Yeah, I think so. they only have the yeah they only have the one loss this yeah. season that coming to the Eagles uh, or I'm sorry to the uh, to the Commanders. Um, I, I mean I, I would think I, I would think people would would think if it comes to this a 49ers Philadelphia NFC Championship game, I would think the Eagles would still be the favorite, but I bet a lot of people around the around the, the nation would say, watch out for the 49ers. You know, don't be surprised if they go in there and, that, and win that game. But I would just think that, you know, just because, well, and of course, a lot of it has to do with Jalen Hurts' um, health at that point, too. But, I mean, I, I would think that right now, when you look at it, I mean, those would, would clearly be the two favorites. Now, that could change in a hurry on Saturday if Washington puts together a game plan that, thoroughly confounds Brock Purdy and we start to see him more as a liability than as a guy who can just keep that train rolling. Yeah, it's been the craziest year that I've seen in many, many moons because of the uncertainty of things and playing home in a way is like day and night. Matt Mielko, hey man, uh, love having your expertise on. Best of luck the following week after this with the 49ers Talk podcast and all that you do. And uh, good to have a, a real vet uh, here with us today, man. And, uh, again, the following week, I've got you back. All right, Doc. I appreciate it. And uh, looking forward to a fun one on Saturday. Absolutely. If you see Jay Bernetti or those guys, man, tell them DLC hollered at him. I definitely will. Okay, got okay. you. That's all Matt Bianco right, again, San Francisco NBC Sports. It's uh, – hey, hey, man, I, I remember – when I was covering this team and they had that beast of a squad, you know how cocky you can be when you're covering the 91 team? I mean, the team had give up eight sacks or whatever. You could hear it in his voice. I mean, he feels like they're invincible. And they really are. They're beastly on paper. But so was Philadelphia the last time we went up to South Philadelphia. So that's why we know. And he, as long as he's got that baby at quarterback – See, if the Seahawks could catch, who knows? But just like our games, if the DBs could catch, God knows what would happen. I'm pumped for tomorrow's game. Oh, God. no, This man. is going to be a great test for us, and I just I just love everything about this matchup. I feel like our boys rise to the occasion. Like when we went to Philly. That's my point. We rise to the occasion. Yeah. So let's go to San Fran and let's get this Regardless done. of what the shock jock threw out, having the funeral service and all that yesterday, I ain't buying that. These guys are capable. It would be the key. So that's that's taking care of a little football um, because it is Burgundy Gold today. Now back to the holidays. Jonesy from the District, and then we'll take a break. Jonesy from the District of Columbia. He said, yo, Doc, now this is on Twitter. I was dumped. So the Santa Claus thing, although I lived in a house at age, at age seven years old, I was posed a question to both my parents. If Santa comes, how's he getting in? We don't have a chimney. It's <laughs> go through the window or the door. That's a good one. We go to break. We'll come back. We'll get back. You'll hear some tunes. We'll get you in the spirit. And we got a few things. Some of you have been responsive on Twitter. And I heard about some toys that, quite frankly, I hadn't even heard of. I've never heard of an AFX race car. More in a moment. 
Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Burgundy and Gold Today, the adult version, and shout out to Scott Jackson. I know Jack, I think he's cutting a commercial today or doing um, PR exercise. And of course, um, Linnell Willingham, who I would assume at this point is at the mall at Toys R Us or somewhere, you know, shopping for him, shopping for himself. The classics. And uh, we can go old school even further than that. And um, I will request that Eminem drop a little Sinatra before we say goodbye today because it's not the season without Frankie. So I didn't know what AFX cars were. That was a new one for me. Stretch Armstrong, action figure. Uh, didn't That kind of ran that kind of ran by me. Uh, and a shout-out to uh, the Goldsboro family, who's somewhere in the Dominican Republic. Uh, you know, hey, don't hate. Don't hate. It's all about living your dream and carrying out uh, the things that you, you work hard for. I'm not mad at all. If we check back in, some of the response on, on Twitter. Jonesy said that um, – oh, yeah, I told you about it. Coming out the window, that was good. Then the AFX, were you up to AFX race cars? No. Okay, that was one. Okay. Uh, the Stretch Armstrong, Dwayne on Twitter, says he remembers getting the Stretch Armstrong action figure uh, and was on the moon. Then later in life, Simon Electric game. Familiar with that? That's a new one for me, too. Simon. Okay, Anthony, yeah. Anthony says. That um, he's with me on the train set, but he was more of a race car type. Okay, love that. So hey, it's interesting, and that's what makes this cool. It's almost one of the few things that we can kind of all agree on that take place. Everybody has a little bit of a participation in it, and uh, that's not bad. Bones, are you back for more? Hey, what's up, Doc? Talk to my me. My main man, Eminem. Shout out to Eminem. Mm-hmm. Doc, I heard my man. I heard my man call in, right? You know, and he was talking about the paper routes. Man, I'm trying to tell you, man. We had all the paper. I had the Star paper route. I had the Daily News paper route. Man, we used to get out of school at three o'clock, go across the street to Godfield Park, all the star trucks be waiting over there. They take us downtown and put us on corners, man, and we sell the papers. 
what we did, we sold papers, man, and we went up to the Safeway and the Giant and the A&P with our wagons, man, and take people groceries home that was living up in Capitol Hill, man. You know, when Christmas came around during them times, man, everybody was outside, man, Christmas morning, man, showing off everything they got, the basketball, football, you know, skates, bicycles, now you look out the window, man, Cooper Town, ain't nobody out there, man. It's no, why would you? Day, man. I'm trying to tell you. Now, I am you a know? little sensitive to this because I grew up on the West Coast, so the weather was conducive to go out and ride bikes, skate. We had skates. We had skateboards. We had all kinds of things. But here with Frosty the Snowman, there ain't no way. I'd, like today, yeah, I challenge you to go out. It's so cold today. Oh, no. The wind chill today slapped me around a little bit. Yeah, I had to check myself. Doc. Yes, sir. Doc, we would go out there with put the football equipment on and play football in the snow, Doc. It didn't matter, man. We was outside. We we stayed outside. Wasn't nobody inside. We was outside in the cold and all that. We was outside. I'm trying to tell you. They're not cut for it. These kids today are not cut for it. Yeah, well, I ain't mad at them because I wouldn't have been cut for it either. I'm going to tell you that right now. (laughs) Being cut for it, I went out to the car uh, in between the show before we started today, and uh, it blew my hat off. I had to go chase the hat. Then it blew another thing. I'm out there running around trying to grab stuff. The wind, it was kicking me around. And all I could think of was that, the coldest I've ever been in a player situation was Metropolitan Stadium, Minnesota Vikings. But Grant on one side, we on the other. And if the, I didn't know, but if the home team says they're not using heaters, the visitors can't. So the Vikings never used heaters. Yeah. So you had to come out there and man up. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you what, I would have, if they had said you can get in this car right now and leave, I'd have been right in the car. I'd have been in the front seat. I said, y'all can have this. This is crazy. And that was a televised professional football game. So that's why I have so much respect for our vets. We got soldiers in same weather with somebody shooting at them in this for $25,000, $30,000. Really? Yeah, they do it. That's why they have my utmost respect because we got guys phasing out of these as, as millionaire players because it's cold. My last cold story for the moment will be it's a Thursday night game when Chicago, and I'm doing this for Westwood One, I'm on the sidelines. Mike Vick is playing the Bears. It is so cold. Yeah. They can't even get through pregame warm-up. I'm in the tunnel watching all this, and they send you down. The Bears do have good food. I don't like their stadium, but they do have pretty good food. They sent down some food from the booth. It was a it was a like a breakfast burrito, even though it was in the evening. It was one of those real nice, you know, burritos with, and it was so it was almost ice cold, hard, from upstairs to downstairs. I was in the tunnel most of the game. If they'd have told me then, okay, look, just surrender, and we'll put you into a van right now. That's eighty degrees, and you can go in there. I would I'm done, and Vic. He was teeth was chattering. He had a, a Parker on. I'm watching pregame. I go, the betting wasn't in then, but right then I'd have bet whatever I had, bet on the Bears, because Vic wanted. He didn't even want to be out there for pregame, and the Falcons got stopped. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Appreciate the phone call, uh, Bonesy. Three zero one two three zero zero nine eighty is our number. Burgundy and Gold today, and don't forget always live on the free Odyssey app. Big Tony, when I say free. That's your buzzword. That's the word that ignites you when you say when you say free. It's kind of weird, though. Have you gotten adjusted to Saturday pro games, pro football games? Well, I guess during this time of year now, most a big part of your life it has been Saturdays. Yeah, I absolutely love having Saturday games. I mean, granted, now it's kind of better that college football is for the most part done, like the regular season yeah. is is over. But I think it would be smart for the NFL to, you know, throw in one or two Saturday games throughout the regular season. No, no, please don't. You can't not, during college football season. What you about can't. one? No. Okay, no. you're right. Maybe, maybe. No. All right. What about when college football regular season ends? Maybe. May, you know, I 
because B. Mitch, I was working with Brian at the time. And so me, Brian, Jack, we used to make fun of the Raging Cages was on Tuesday. The first time there was never a game, it was Tuesday nights. But you know what they did? And B. Mitch was right. They got paid. So if you get paid, you know, you got to play on Wednesday night, but you can get paid. But I'm so used to me, Fridays is sacred. It's high school. But again, the almighty dollar always wins. And they move games. Um, I may be the only person this way as a football junkie. But we got some semi-championship games coming up. We got SMU and the Wolverines. We've got the Bulldogs and the Buckeyes. I haven't heard of nobody mentioned it. Well, one person. I can take that back. One person has mentioned uh, that to me, and that was today talking to um, Casey Sheehan. Other, have you heard any buzz? I mean, we're a week away. Not really, but I can tell. I, I would guess next week it's going to just be okay. Amplified. All right, all right. Maybe I'm, I'm okay. There have been some bowl games that only friends and family know about that have already gone and been and done all that. There have been some um, some movement in the almighty, all the almighty portal. I just heard the other day that Alabama has been re- the number one recruiting class. Nick is back on top in terms of recruiting, and I just don't know how you keep up with everything with the portal, people coming in and out, transferring, and I still got my eye on Prime, uh, Coach Prime, because I think it's the biggest story that we really haven't dealt with. And I always I think every week, what's the biggest story we haven't even touched? Because we got a format, and we know what we're supposed to be into, but then again, I'm not, I'm not dead. There's some stuff going on. I'm going, prime time? I still think Auburn blew it. I think they blew it, and they don't deserve it. They don't have the guts to hire, hire him. If they had guts, it would have been the, it would have been as big as going to the moon. More on that when we come back. Burgundy Gold today. Jackson is at a photo shoot. And, of course, Willingham, I hope he's in the gymnasium. We'll be right back. Uh, Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. For herself. A merry little Christmas. Let your heart be light. From now on, those of you suffering with high blood pressure, this is for you. You just can't help but just relax on this and just go take a deep breath, slow down. And just embrace life. Embrace where you are because you're breathing. 
as many complaints as you might have, if you're breathing, then please don't take for granted that uh, you're doing okay. It is a very special Friday because tomorrow the boys go to war. They have uh, about right now they're either on, yeah, they should be either on buses now headed to Dulles or either they go to Dulles. Oh, I forgot. Since COVID, I did travel once this year. I got to go on the Kansas City trip. They meet now at the at Dulles, and you guys should get to park by the plane. That's new. So COVID erased. We used to go to the park, load up in buses, then go to Dulles. Now you go to Dulles, and the lots are right by the plane because it's a charter, and then you park there, and then you just simply walk, go through you know, your investigation, your strip search, and then they get you up in the plane and you go from there. So, And then it's one of those long flights. I always – I'm not a huge fan of aviation on any level, but when you got the Seattle flights, the I don't say it's the worst. It's the worst for me because I'm uncomfortable being up there the whole time. But it's the longest. But once you've gone to London and back, the U.S. travel seems like nothing. But what I hate about and what what's interesting about West Coast trips is that it is the best time on the planet when you win. Coming back. So what's the vibe like going there? Because we've seen what the celebrations like coming back, you know, after a big game. But going there, are they kind of dialed in? Well, you're reading. I mean, you read and sleep. You read, sleep. I mean, again, you got to understand in the prehistoric age, there was no electronics. Now, you got a laptop, you got Wi-Fi, you have iTunes, you have, I mean, you. there's nothing you can't do now because of the technology. Back in the old days when we had stone, a piece of stone and a rock, I mean, it was a little bit different. But you didn't know anything else. So it, it there's a lot more books. You can always test the IQ of your crowd based on who's reading and who is looking through Playboy? I mean, it's just, you know, there's only two things going on. Yeah. And so, so when you traveled back in the day with the team, when you were a player, mm-hmm. what were some things that you did on the way to the game or to the city that you were playing? Reading. In? What kind of stuff did you, you like read? read? Well, you read whatever's interesting, whatever book you're, you're caught up in. You can save them for trips or, or whatever that notion is that takes you away from studying. Studying never – because you, I'm ready. At that point, I love it when people say, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going for game plan. Who are you kidding? <laughs> By the time – if you get on that plane on Saturday and you don't know it, you'll never learn it. That's over. The game Friday after, walk, after practice and those Saturday skull walkthroughs, you're set. There is nothing else to do. And the great coaches – one Frank Gans, who I played for at UCLA, he was master. We never even met on Saturdays. Everybody else had a meeting, hour and a half. Five minutes at the most. And what he did was he was a great, great mental genius. He said, it'd be an insult for us to spend more than two minutes because we're ready. We train a certain way that allows us to be ready for tomorrow. There's nothing left on the table. Every stone has been on the He said, and so you start believing that. Whereas the other people being there for an hour and a half, watching film. There is a point where you can make people nervous by overemphasizing, you know, yeah, you got King Kong. Well, everybody's King Kong Godzilla. So I, I, I think the psychological, I'm not saying one's right or wrong. You pick it. But I prefer what he did. That word because it makes you feel like, what else is there to do? We did it all. We're the first on the field and last to leave every day with him every day. So when you, that's why I talk about conditioning. We talk a lot about running here in this town, but if you don't practice that way and believe that way and be told that way, you can't cut it on Sunday. It's not who you are. So when you look at the game, you see I saw, and you can check as Ken Harvey, a.k.a. Mr. Harvey. I happened to be in a suite with him watching – the start of the game 
when I saw two carries by B. Rob, I had goosebumps. All I couldn't contain myself. I go, oh my God. Now I said at the time, I I didn't say Christian Okoye, Neil in Rockville. He sent that over on Twitter, and he was right. I said Jim Brown. No, no, it was Christian Okoye, the Nigerian nightmare. When I saw that boy carry that pile for eight, nine yards, I said it's almost like if you I've been to the Derby, you've been to the Preakness. I haven't been to Belmont, but I've been to two of the three. Watching them horses, when they walking around, they know something's coming up. You can sense them. They look a little bit jittery, little little sweat going, breathing through their nostrils. It's a you got to have a feel for. Oh my God, something about to happen. And that boy took off. If I have the chance to direct that offense, the next time you see us pass, it might be warming up at halftime for the second half. Because <laughs> that'd have been it. Because I would have made New York. I would try to take their manhood. I said, we're going to do this to you from day one, play one, all the way until they make us stop. Make a, they'd have made me stop. See, I'd have been thrown out the league. See, they, But see, what happens is that that's because when you've been trained in that environment to where you're not afraid to run the same play seven times in a row because it works. Ain't no coach going to do that for the most part because he's thinking about his next game. What? I told you the story. Gibbs sent the play in. Grim told Theismann, oh, hell, uh uh-uh, no, 50 gut. Seven straight times against the Cowboys. Nobody does that on purpose. No coach would do that. That might be career suicide. It's definitely not going to help you get promoted. But when all I care about is winning that game, I don't care about your future. Your future is right here, right now. And so that's the part where, you know, I know the way I think, it's never going to be accepted. It's not because you don't understand. You ain't been where I've been. I don't expect you to understand. I don't even expect you to know. But I'm trying to tell you what I've seen and what I know is possible. And after them two plays, dude, I was hyperventilating. I said, oh, my God. That place was jumping. That place, you had crowd. You had energy. I didn't even mind the burgundy on burgundy. You know, because you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a burgundy and gold guy. I, to me, we got a uniform. I don't know why they don't like it, but nevertheless, the point is what I saw on two plays convinced me they gonna, they gonna have to beg us to stop, because I knew from that point they got no chance. And then, of course, I saw what everybody else saw. We took our foot off the pedal. The way Thibodeau played. That's just what I had in mind. Thibodeau played as if they told him, hey, man, we got your wife and your kids. And uh, they're blindfolded, you know, and they're in a place that ain't pretty. And if you don't win, you'll never see him again. <laughs> That's the way he played. They're talking about Leno. Hell, Le- hell Trent Williams would have had a hard time with that. Leno, nobody was going to block him one-on-one. So you double him. So you dash his way. There's a way to counter one guy. Ain't like they had two badasses. They, none of the other guy's pretty damn good, but he ain't that guy. And so I looked at his stats. I did a Sheehan, and I'm looking. I go, wait a minute, hold it. He came in with two sacks, three sacks? Where did this come from? You know where it came from? Death, they knew it. They lose, they're out. And that's what I'm counting on. Frisco, Chase Young, Montez Sweat. And Deron Payne, I, I, who was missing in action. And my, when I say that, it's because of the level of play he's shown me he's capable of. I didn't hear his name called. Now, I, didn't, I might have missed it. I might have missed it. I'm telling you, that was a performance of a, of a lifetime because they were desperate. So this week, you, you, heard, you heard our guy, our guest, Matt Mayako. Man, Matt's so – I like Matt. Cocky, confident. He feels like he's doing us a favor playing us. See? And because they don't – and that's how I think, for whatever reason, we didn't have the eye of the tiger last week. The thing that bothers me is that, like you just said, we came out swinging and then we took our foot off the gas. And the fact that Brian Robinson ends the game with 12 touches is criminal. It, it honestly just makes no sense to me. 
but I understand it because, um, and again, I'm not being derogatory. I'm just saying whenever there are different different agendas, and uh, you know his his agenda was different than every. And I'm I don't I know what you're thinking. Well, shouldn't everybody be trying to win? Yes, God wants to win. But he'd like to pick win his way. I don't blame him. I'm just saying, think about his future. I don't give a damn about his future. All I want to do is win right now. I want to win every game for this year. I'm only thinking this week, this year, this season, this time. So he's not wrong is what I'm saying. That's up to the guy in charge to make sure he's focused on our agenda, not his own. But I ain't mad at him. He's human. I just wish B-Rob wasn't a rookie because I wish he was a veteran so that he could go up to Scott and demand the ball. Well, I mentioned that on on, on the postgame show. I said, now you're talking about you got to have be a Brian Mitchell type. You can't, you can't ask a young man who doesn't have that kind of uh, clout to go up and do something crazy. Like that. That's not fair to him. Um, there's only a few people that would even consider that. I'm not asking you to be rogue. I'm asking for whoever's in charge to have a feel for it. They didn't have a feel for the game. That's just my opinion, but that's why you pay for my opinion, and that's my opinion. And I know I'm right because it's something that I have been around a long time. And I know how I felt. And I know a lot of you felt just like I felt at that stadium. If you could have called um, and laid a bet after the first two carries, what do you think people have been betting on? Commander's money line. They've been betting on Commander's money line. You're damn right. (laughs) You're damn right. Because you could see it. It was almost like getting a tip that you shouldn't ever get. You gave you a prelude. What? He did it not once. He did it twice. Okay, so remember, folks, when I said, all, you know, always live on the free Odyssey app? What did I say what free would do? It would bring Big Tony out. See, I knew it. I know what to do with my market. I know my people. Now, had I said it's going to be $5, you'd never heard from him. It don't have to be a lot. It just got to be something. So it's free right here on the Odyssey app. Big Tony. <laughs> What's going on, Dr. Doc? Hey, man, I'm just trying to uh, get our fan base primed up for the big game that we need to win on the West Side. Hey, let me tell you something, man. All these punks out there talking about it's cold, slim. I got my hunting stuff on right now. I'm about to leave work, and we're going straight to the woods. And then we're going out tomorrow morning when it's supposed to be, like, negative whatever the hell it's going to be. Dude, we've got 1,200 pounds of apples. I'm going to send you a picture, Doc. My man just picked up 1,200 pounds of apples in the back of his pickup. We're going to go load the whole joint up and just start smashing, folks. And let me tell you something else. You cannot have Linnell on at no damn 6 in the morning. Man, you have my dog going crazy. My wife's like, what the hell's wrong with the dog? I said, you say, what dude doing yelling first thing in the morning? I, I don't know what the hell. Doc, you can't do that to me, man. I got to wake up, man. You hey, know man. what I'm saying? Shock jock. Man, you forget the shock jock, Doc. I mean, he had the whole neighborhood woke up, man. I had to put my headphones on because this bam in here screaming and yelling at Karen. I can't take the. I mean, I could barely take the, the little diaper dandy when he with you. I can't take him at no damn six in the morning, but that's another story. But before I forget, man, all y'all complaining about everything, Doc, you hit it right on the head. When you wake up breathing, like yep. they say, oh, yesterday was so crummy because it was raining. And ca- yep. I said, man, you know how many people will wish that they could wake up breathing? I mean, man, man I was man, thinking anyway, about, you know what I was thinking it? about? I was thinking about Pele. And Pele, oh, yeah. I mean, you're talking about a guy that had a dynamic impact on a lot of people look like you and I. And <clears throat> this brother was so dynamic. He was really like the first, or one of the first goats. That I recalled. That's all I knew. Because I know I knew nobody, no one had ever. Now it's not like we're from a big soccer community, but no one ever referenced him 
by any other title than the best ever. The greatest. Hey, so no, him being here. down with the You're cancer diagnosis, man, that was that that was I was I was I was feeling for him. Yeah, that's cool. But look, y'all have a happy holidays and all that. I'm gonna go slay some dead. And if you don't believe that, I'm gonna be out there in the freezing cold. I send you the pictures. I got heat gear. Yeah, for no, you got. I know, we know you got it. YouTube. You got the whole picture thing. Oh yeah, that, I think yeah. you got a backdrop yeah. in your house or in your garage. <laughs> I, and like I, your I think Jonesy it's all Photoshop. I told you, but house. I tell you to your face, I don't believe none of it. None of it. Because don't until you, you okay, well, why about? don't you video? You act like you can't video you with the kill. You never shoot How video. How video? Oh, you want me to get a tactic cam and put it on my camera? So Damn you want me right. To buy a camera Damn right I do. Just to show you. That's right. Exactly. Right, well, you take up Everything a you show me is steal. You think I'm retar- crazy. You in a, a garage and you got this Photoshop thing going. It's nice. I like it. It's entertaining. But I don't believe <laughs> none of it. And neither do most of our listeners anyway. Say goodbye. And and ban him. Don't, even let, don't let him back in because he'll call back. Yeah, ban Big Tony. I told you as soon as you say free, that's why usually I try. I have to mention it because we are pleased that you know we've got the access of the, the free Odyssey app and this this live. But I don't like it because I know what free means. Free means here he comes. See, I told you I could have predicted that. Let's let's take a quick break. We come back. Let's light it up for a second, and uh, we can go all football. We can go all holiday Christmas. Your call right here on Burgundy and Gold today. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.